y'all drinking anything or had anything great to drink this weekend? Uh, from Evil Twin in Queens, I had a triple IPA called Creme de la Creme. Pretty amazing triple IPA. No beer just yet, but... Uh... Let's see what I've got in here. I've definitely had a lot of great things this past weekend. He just messaged that he's just listening. He's at his son's uh, uh, basketball game. All right. Well, we wishing him luck. Score some buckets. Oh. Well, thanks for stopping in, though. Appreciate that. Let's see. I believe it's been what is it, thirty years since Midnight Marauders, and thirty six chambers. Are we really this old, Jerry? I mean, I'm not. We are. I mean, it's it's been a lot of different things, but yeah. Uh, November 9th was the anniversary, thirty anniversary for Midnight Marauders. Any special cut on the album that you like when you think of the album, what first what's the first cut that you think of? That's a question for both of y'all. Wow. Okay. So I get to say two things. I mean, okay. I still I still remember when it came out how great a war tour was. But I get to say this and I don't know if Jerry's gonna agree with me, but I think Midnight Marauders is an unskippable album. Um, I would agree with you. I, I, I enjoyed the entire album. And it was funny because I was listening to a I was listening to a little brother track which took a sample of Oh My God and brought me back to the album earlier this year and I was going, Oh man, I, oh, okay, let me go back <laughs> and listen to this album and how much I enjoyed it. So I agree with you. It's definitely uh one that I enjoyed by the World Tour. Yeah, I couldn't understand because uh, War Thing of War Two was the first single, and that came out in like October, matter of part of October before the uh, full album dropped. Single came out way ahead of time, like two ahead of time for nowadays. I was I was talking to a friend around the way, and we were just like, "Yeah, Midnight Marauders, it, it should be a five mic album. Like, there's no skippable moment. There are slower moments." But there are no skippable moments. The, uh, a tribe called Quest needs to get they. We need to rejoice them in that particular album. Plus, the album cover was like the best thing ever. Absolutely, yeah, that, that, absolutely. If if we could possibly set it up for next year, I like to get everyone who's black and craft, and us to just do a big ass Midnight Marauders poster. You kind of cut out. Oh, I want us all to. I want us to do like a Midnight Marauders, like the cover where everyone's wearing headphones. If we could just get mm -hmm. everyone who's black and craft and just make a big ass poster like that, I think that would be like justice. <laughs> I can see that. Uh, 
probably the best way would be at a um, Maryland flow. That happened, then. but I, that's what I want. I just want a big ass poster. Everyone put put your put your your sh uh, shillings shillings in, and let's get a big ass uh, Midnight Marauders poster. Okay, we are way past our time, but I do apologize for the hiccup. But let me go ahead and kick it off. Good evening, and thank you for calling. So I almost did. Let me start over. I was thinking about was at my job. Good evening, and thank you for joining us for Being Black and Craft, where our mantra is, we don't apologize for recognizing our influence on craft beer. I'm Angie, the Undeniable Vixen. We have the Mod Squad in the house, Kendrick and Chris. And this is, this is a, a topic that, I'll probably be touching back on a couple of couple of more times because it is fascinating as well as something that we really need to think about. So, of course, you know, I have epiphanies and uh, one of the epiphanies I had was during watching season two of Loki and thinking about uh, our glorious purpose and all the alternative universes that are infinite within Marvel, but I'm a Marvel and Star Wars nerd, so I'm gonna try to bring it back down for anybody that that could care less. But when I was thinking about it, um, alternative finance is something that we, as far as being black and craft, should really take advantage of. Because as I'm doing research, because I'm doing research for, um, I, you know, us being a nonprofit, as well as finding out different things for other people and saying, you know, giving them a call, said, hey, you need to check this out. And these entities are basically seeking out BIPOC, BIWOC. And even in the ones that I did uh, pull just for tonight, because I'm just going to give a couple because there's, there's too many out there. It even more so looks towards women and LGBTQIA++. That is something that is being honed in on that they want to give people their money. And so that's why I said Let's use their money instead of using our money. Because just like we have uh, heard during this year and previous years, people talking about their dream of being a brewery and um, planning, how they're having to put out this loan to get uh, things started. And it's not like $50,000. It's... I could have swore I heard a million or two is kind of, it might be on the low side as far as starting something to make sure that you have the things that you need to start a brewery. And not only, you know, your breweries, but I'm speaking as far as finances for those are um, 
for those people that are like us, a media company, or your social culture, um, lifestyles, that's my word I was trying to think of, lifestyles. If you have a business plan, you should run for this money. So I wanted to first ask, and anybody that's in the audience, if you're not on stage, just raise your hand and I'll add you up. What, um, what type of alternate funding are you familiar with? Like the Kickstarters and things like that, that you have heard about success or not so much of a success that you probably, that I think for probably for the most of us who put into it and was, you know, in hopes of seeing said brewery or said entity to get things going. And I'll leave that question open for anybody who wants to answer that. Angie, would you mind this alternative? I just want to make sure I'm understanding when you use the word alternative instead, funding. Right. Inst instead of the traditional, let's go to the bank and get a loan. Doing a fundraiser, like Smidox is doing a fundraiser, he, uh, Kickstarter. There are other entities or other uh, companies that you can do a pitch contest. Like, Hannah did some that was like a shark tank. That's an alternative way of financing your business that gave her, you know, I think she won $500 and then she won, um, she's won $1,500 up and to, you know, whatever heights. That's what I mean by alternative. Hannah, you wanted to tell us exactly how much it was? I know it was a lot. <laughs> All right, so can, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, with alternative funding, that was kind of how I pretty much started. Um, I was, like, pretty much everything starting up, like, you can't, as a startup, it's probably 95% hard to get, like, a traditional loan, a bank. Um, we around here, there's a lot of, well, not a lot. There are uh, some nonprofits who do lending uh, for startups uh, at like a significantly lower like interest rate too. Um, that when you can't get something from the bank, you could go uh, through them. Uh, sometimes they are limited to like the amount that uh, you could get to start out. Uh, but with me, I started out with just pretty much like I was terrified of loans, but it was like more of like my own money. Uh, and I say a loan from my mother, who that's how I initially got started up. But then I've uh, over like the past like two years, I've I did a pitch competition, which was a nationwide pitch competition for the YWCA. Uh, I, it was a virtual competition too. So and from there, I won 15,000 from there. Um, I 
won uh, the one down in Atlanta recently for 5000 And then, yeah, I was a part of uh, our, local, our local business incubator. I was a part of their, uh, their Shark Tank, um, which they do similar to, like, the TV show. And I won audience choice. There were two awards, audience choice for 10,000 and sharks uh, choice for 30. Um, I won the 10,000 for audience choice and then the sharks actually matched that. So I I ended up winning 20,000 from there. Um, And that's kind of like my alternative funding. Uh, I was, oh, I also did a thing too. I forgot about this. I did, um, uh, it was like a crowdfunding. Um, I've mentioned it to you before. It's called Fund Black Founders. Um, yes. but it yes. was kind of attached to a, um, nonprofit, the Drew, Drew and Lauren Holiday. Uh, he plays, uh, for the NBA. I think he's at Boston now. He was with with Milwaukee and his wife was uh, part of the uh, U.S. Uh, soccer team. Uh, so they uh, collaborated together where we were doing like a crowdfunding, uh, but also it was like a cohort where we went through like 12 weeks of classes as well. Um, they gave us the round that I was in it was like a $10,000 grant. And then when we finished, it was like they were kind of going to like help us through the crowdfunding and we would, they would match us to whatever we got. Um, I don't know what happened, but you know, I, it was just like right when I was opening up a dope and I just couldn't like focus on the crowdfunding part. Cause that is almost like a full-time job, but they still awarded us the $10,000 uh, grant from that. So that was another uh, $20,000 grant um, that I received uh, for, uh, you know, for my business. Um, but yeah, crowdfunding is not easy. You got to at least have like dedicate a lot of time and energy to that. And it's still some out front, uh, money that you need to put out because usually crowdfunding is you what they give you you give a gift or some some type of marketing uh, item you give them uh, and then a lot of the ones like Kickstarter if you don't meet your goal you don't get anything so that's the sad part about that but again like the fund black founders is a crowdfunding source but you don't if you don't meet your goal you still get what you raise. Uh, so if anybody's looking into that, that's definitely um, a a cool, uh, pretty good uh, crowdfunding source. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much everything well, that I've done so far. Well, I do. Thank you, Hannah. I do have a couple of specs on some of the uh, entities that... Um, do alternative funding and fund black founders is one of the first ones. So uh, it's a flexible funding method that I like, that means that you keep your money, no matter the amount you raise for your goals. Keep in mind that the goal is to raise enough to be helpful for your business. So 
I know one of the caveats they were saying, hey, shoot for the moon, but be, you know, be mindful and and really think about what you're asking for. Don't say that you're wanting to get $5 million. You want to be able to try to reach your goal. So maybe a little, little bitty chunks would probably be helpful. And I know it was like a, they have a platform fee of 5% on all funds raised. So that's not too bad. Uh, and Black founders uh, often face a tough time raising every, excuse me, early capital to get their ventures off the ground. So this crowdfunding, Black founders are allowed to just pool all the resources from their friends and family and colleagues. And so that's how they're getting people to kind of get in with their dream. So that was one that was, um, Hannah has told me about several times. Hey, have you, have you told them to try this? So uh, I think that she is a pretty good testimony for that. Is there any others uh, before I go through the list? And Jerry, did you, um, did I give you a good definition of what I was actually kind of going towards? So I know I gave a lot of word salad at the beginning. Yes, you did. Thank you. Okay. So one of the other ones, and like I said, a lot of these are very woman-centric, which, yay, but I do have some for the guys, too, and for everyone. So there's another one called I Fund Women, which kind of goes into also another crowd uh, funding platform that helps women startups, entrepreneurs, and small businesses, uh, whether you're a veteran, Black, Hispanic, White, doesn't matter, religion, race sexuality, they help you get the capitalist you need for your business or your idea. And that's why I was meaning we're just going to talk about money, period. We're not uh, crappier or whatever, however you are in the craft industry is fine. But whatever you, whatever your endeavor is, you might want to look this up. So this fee, this is a female owned crowdfunding entity. So they will help you raise the money, but they also have coaching and counseling services uh, with grants and mentoring services and networking events and other small business and startup advice. Now, I know Ashley is not, maybe not be able to talk right this second, so I may have to come back around um, maybe towards the end because I know that uh, one of the things that Lifting Lucy does is some uh, we do a little bit of consulting and assistance, depending, you know, um, our our availability, or rather, Trinice's availability, because she knows all things. Um, I hope I'm doing her justice by getting this information, kind of delivering this information of what I found and what we've talked about. So, I Fund Women is another entity, and. Let me look for another one that is that I thought was really oh this one, which is were y'all for, aware that Serena Williams had a crowdfunding investment organization? Because she does. 
It is called Serena's Ventures. Excuse me. And so it kind of gave you kind of uh, an idea, kind of like how Hannah was talking about. There's maybe, I'm going to say about five to six investors. And it's real, the uh, application is real, real, like minimal. So that's why I said at the very top, your business plan or whatever your pitch is has to be right and tight because basically it is putting your name, your email address, uh, your business plan, and that's about it. And they specifically say in the notes, it should take about 10 minutes to submit this form. And there's a couple of things you should know. We are real diligent about processing this information. So if it's a few days and you haven't heard back from us, just know that it wasn't a fit. So they're not going to even. Because, I mean, if you think about it, it's Serena Williams. So everybody is, you know, if they know about it, is putting into this. So I think that looking at the recipients so far and that's where i'm gonna go back put my hat back on for as far as craft one thing that we have talked about in the craft beer world of these other breweries that they come into our communities and they're not a part of the community but we are of the community and we're one to give back to the community. And I think that is the niche or that is the narrative that is needed to be, oh, let me let me look a little bit closer at XYZ uh, Brewery or XYZ Coffee Establishment. They're one to do a little bit more than just take away from, you know, take out of the community. They want to give back to the community. They're wanting to help economic growth in this area that may not have been so eye-catching. So Serena uh, Ventures is one that you may want to look up and check out, but please make sure it's bright and tight to get it, to get you through to the next round because they have several um and it's like they you go through the process and especially if you're accepted they kind of also do a little bit of counseling or um development with you to continue on so it's really quite really really kind of cool then there's another one called harlem capital if you haven't heard of that let me flip in the chat see if anybody's heard of that one Okay. Um, oh, I will ask. Uh, actually, I was asking about uh, lifting Lucy's consulting uh, leg of our organization with assisting. I know that we have done, you know, like referred information to women who are looking for something as far as funding and kind of putting people together. That's what I was meaning. But I was wanting you to expound on it more if you 
if you so choose. But Harlem Capital, they also uh, invest all genders, all backgrounds, things like that. And they believe we we believe good investment on simple solutions and difficult problems. So this one is also different backgrounds. That's what they're looking for that are out of the norm. So when I was looking through finding these different uh, venture capital or alternative uh, funding, there's not a lot of breweries in there, of course, but I don't think that uh, we're not looking looking here as far as at least a leg or arm to go to to seek that out. So, oh, sorry. Let me invite her. I thought I invited her. Sorry. Sorry, Ashley. You always do that to me. You don't love me. You don't love me. I was trying to give you your time. I was trying to let you reclaim your time. No, no, no. It's okay. So what you were talking about as far as like the business coaching and and development and training and things like that. Yes. Like all of this sounds really great and then you start looking at the requirements and what you have to prepare and what information you need to present getting your budget together getting your projections together so that is something that lift and lucy we are able to help on a quote-unquote one-on-one basis because everybody's situation is different um and then even just like looking at grants and things like that sometimes you have to be a little creative and i mentioned earlier um in the chat that certain grants will have um you know a focus on economic development or job development and job training but if you aren't really quite sure how to say by establishing this business we are creating a popular pipeline for people that are you know underemployed or from underrepresented communities being able to access the data of this industry yes you know according to who you ask craft beer is slowly dying a slow death but there's still a shit ton of money in this industry so being able to present yourself in a situation where whether it's a, a grant maker or kind of as was touched on earlier a, a venture you know investor like vc is all about getting in and out and a lot of venture capitalists are looking for at least 10 times on their investment in a very short amount of time and just the nature of this industry we're not producing widgets we're not tech companies we don't have that type of growth rate so that's definitely a challenge. But again, if you're able to focus on the impact that you're making, there are federal funds, city funds, county funds available specifically for job development training. And so that's a different way to pitch it versus just saying, hey, I want to open up this really dope place, no pun intended, Hannah, um, that we need it because there's nothing like that here. Like we're passionate about it, but passion doesn't translate into pennies. And anybody that's making an investment, whether it's a government entity or not, they're looking for that return on investment. So we're definitely happy to have those conversations with you. Thank you. And now the ones that I just went over, and I did uh, 
that will be in the Discord. I do have a uh, actual document because I knew that I wasn't going to be able to um, rattle everything off. So the uh, names of the other companies, and I'll add to it as well before I add it to the document, uh, probably later this week. So there's one last one that I wanted to talk about, and then we'll get back to our local side. So one one of the last ones that is buzzing around is called Hello Alice, and they have have several um, grants that they've put out just recently. Uh, there was one that I mentioned to Smedox and um, Sean with Neutral Ground here in Texas to, you know, go for it. Try, try and see if you can get that because it was a real short, real short deadline. So I really couldn't assist, but I was like, hey, if you, if you can get someone to help you fill this out. There, there's no nothing bad with at least trying. So uh, Hello Alice has different uh, different grants and different criteria depending on what it is. Um, but it's a I think it's it is a black owned entity. Two women, uh, women of color, and it's just phenomenal. It's just really cool what they have been doing so far. And there's one, there's one, I, I can't think of it. I can see it in my head. It's one that actually we have talked about. It's like, is it all of LA? There's a big grant that they are, maybe it's Revlon. It's, it's either all of LA or Revlon. They have this big um, woman-centered um grant i will find it and they have it like every year and i think it's for like fifty thousand dollars or something like that but it's really 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 interesting and really cool now hannah i'll ask you this and um you maybe you probably say yes because i think one of the many grants that you received was locally based but one thing that we had talked about as far as alternative funding was you know before you go to the national campaigns look locally go and look uh go to your city's website chamber of commerce they will have some things that are earmarked for economic development that's kind of under that business umbrella that may be a couple of thousand here, a couple of thousand there that you can utilize. And it may be just as simple as, you know, having your business plan and, um, and applying. I know that speaking to Chinese, who is a part of Lifting Lucy, she talks about money that's just not utilized. And that was one of the areas that she had talked about our local government that we're not seeking that out. and we need to look at that. Look at look at your city. Um, your go to your city council. 
see what they're earmarking for your area, especially if you're seeing some some different improvements and see if you can get a part be a part of that improvement of that beautiful beautification they may have it listed i don't know if they listed like that or not but something in that realm so hannah uh did you other than the shark tank one was there any others like locally just like hey i'm i'm dope i'm opening up or i have opened up can you add me to the Chamber of Commerce or the city, you know, the city of Youngstown to get some funds coming my way? Um, not really. Uh, like I know a lot of a lot of state. Well, I think majority of all the states and cities receive some ARP funding uh, post-pandemic, but my area, we received like $82 million in ARP funding, and they kind of have like their own agenda, and it's not really like small business like friendly. I've applied several times with like just crickets and uh but i know other cities have used other cities close to where i am have used some arp funding to support either existing uh businesses small businesses or to help with startups um one thing that our city did i guess they they gave some of the money to a local like nonprofit lending um, uh, organization here, and a lot of uh, people have been able to get loans. Again, this is like a non-traditional one uh, for like the interest rate is like three percent. Um, so it's like things like that, but like locally here. Um, not so much like we are still an area that um needs to uh support their small entrepreneurs a little bit more oh there we go okay uh there was also i know that Sminox and my assumption that, that it worked okay. I can't say it was like stellarly successful or not, but Mainvest was another one that he used because of Kickstarter, you know, that old chestnut of hey, if you don't reach your exact goal to the T, you don't get anything. Which I think is crazy. But Other than, like Ashley was saying, as far as like the widgets and things like that, that a lot of investors need to know that they're going to get, they're going to, they don't have a problem giving you the money as long as they know they're getting their investment back in that percentage they want it back in. What other 
like pitfalls or challenges do you know from applying for getting some type of alternative funding? Or have you heard, especially especially breweries that you've um, that you've patronized, or breweries that are in planning right now that you've probably put in for? And I can give an example, uh, like Crowns and Hops. They've had several um, crowdfunding and crowdsourcing and things like that. And they've also assisted with an actual grant to give money to other people, but they have not been able to fully get to the finish line of opening their brewery. Why do you think that may be? what may be the the loophole or the challenge with saying that you have have had a successful crowdfunding not knowing anything about exactly you know the, the situation the financial situation with crowns and hops but I always figured there could be some issues with the city, with their building, and with different things that have to be done with that building. I always, you know, let's just assume that there's just local things that just get in the way of that. So it may not necessarily be, it may not necessarily be the funding at all. There may be some things with the city that just have to take a little time to work out. Um, and I know they've also done a little bit of a pivot in that they you know, provide you can you can purchase their stuff and now it's shipped all across the country. You can even get constant hops in Texas. We can order from the website, so that was a slight pivot. Um, but I'm, that's the only thing I can think of in my mind. It could be some local issues with the building. So with that, which is very 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 much a thing, because I know that's something that Kumba is dealing with uh, with local red tape i wonder if it would be even more feasible to have a crowdfunding that is just for the bullshit of trying to do business at your local entity you know hey we're gonna have you know because we got the building we got this and that but as far as the permits and things like that, maybe somebody should think about having an entity that's just solely for to help you get through the red tape of permits and things like that for you doing business at your local entity or local um, jurisdiction. So see, Ashley, I had a method to my madness. Uh, well, we are almost 15 minutes out. I am putting, thank you, Chris, for adding some of those, some of those uh, websites that we were talking about. And I will also add some uh, t as well. 
One other one that I will mention is New Voices, which is for Black and Latino women of color or, or women of color. That is a new, that is one that's kind of uh, different and new. But anyone else have anything they'd like to share or kind of give an insight on alternative funding? Something that, of course, it's so much. Anything that I may have missed that you'd like to kind of add to the conversation? Um, I know I'm picking on you in the chat a little bit, Andy, but it's true. <laughs> um, yes. And I think one of the things that a lot of people forget is like, yes, all these opportunities are out there and they're wonderful, but you need to, or you should, let me rephrase that, do some of this work. Make sure that you are connecting with your local officials, the people that are going to be on the selection committees for these opportunities so they know who you are, what you want to do. Because when it's on their mind and things come across their desk, they're like, oh, Angie. Angie wants to open up a brewery, and this is a perfect opportunity, and they'll reach out to you. They'll do that legwork for you. So building those relationships is super-duper important. Yes, you can just go out here and apply, but again, it really becomes that return on investment and building those relationships earlier um, so you have built-in support. Mm -hmm. I think it's, defi it's definitely important, even... Uh, with me, it, I guess, hopefully it's a little bit parallel enough, being a part of the guild and getting in, I think this probably kind of started with Odell way back when we were talking about um, a collective versus being a, in a guild and we were basically doing this experiment and all joining a, our local guilds and initially you know, like, who are you? Because I was the one that brought the flavor and the sauce because I was a little brown person and see if all these other people, one or two people I may have known, but the rest of them was like very kind of, not standoffish, but cool. Like, you know, you're new, you're, you're the new girl. I was like, okay, I know. And compared to now, when they see me, at least they recognize me and a lot of them can call me by name. Now, I can't always necessarily do the same. <laughs> I'm trying. But yeah, I think it's important when you show your face and you have these conversations, just like I think I was talking to Sean Winisha Brown. He's going to his council meeting. He said, hey, you know, when y'all were handing out all that money, I didn't get anything. FYI. So it's like, you know, if there's some money somewhere that can be earmarked for me, I want you to remember my name. So, yeah, that's definitely something that is. Can be used just having that conversation. So, Anybody else? And what's the new, uh, because Hannah is the. Uh, the cidery that lays the golden eggs, every time she opens her mouth, they're like, oh, do you need $10,000 or do you need more? What's the next uh, crowdfunding or alternative funding venture that you have or pitch contest that you see on the horizon? 
are they just handing you out money? Which I can believe that as well. I don't know any <laughs> currently who needs to be on a call who seems to be fine. All of these is Funky Town. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that they they have the go to egg. You know, my egg may be a little bronze or silver or something, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> I'll try to be like them. Yes. I put them in the stories last last week, but they just, I think they, they went as well as, were they in the same uh, beer, uh, black beer, godmother, beer, no, berry godmother, sorry. She was with Vine Pear too. I think they may have been in the same entity in the same um, awards ceremony because they were celebrating. So, but I would love to revisit and, and talk to them. Those are like them and um, Los Hermanos. It was like, oh yeah, they just they just called me and said they wanted me. I'm like, what do you mean? So that's really kind of interesting and kind of cool now that's uh let me kind of double back not necessarily well i guess it is still kind of i mean it's kind of in the alternative finance umbrella where you know his alma mater reached out to him because they wanted to have local businesses that were part of the alma mater and um they they have their Los Hermanos tequila in the stadium. Now that is one. Yes, that is. That's and that's in the same wheelhouse. You may want to think about if you have a product that can be sold at a stadium, at a local stadium. That 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 is also another way that you can continue to get your name out. Oh yeah, we just had XYZ cider. It was really good. And it had it said dope and it was cool. And now where is it? Oh, this is over here by my house. Let me go and check it out. You never know. So that is another way that you can still get your basically putting in for that bid. Now I know also with your availability to do it. Um but that is another way that you can kind of get some funding into the into your uh, into your place. But that was really it. Uh, I will definitely put in the Discord this document that I have along with the websites that were mentioned. As and I'll have I'll probably put a couple of more in there as well that I found. Now, that's with my, you know, looking over and getting, gleaming what I can. Please do your due diligence and looking into it even more so. But these are some amazing companies and I hope that you can find something if you are looking for your business to 
use some of their money instead of your money that is really the goal no matter what you're doing if you are a black owned business i want you to take heed to this and if there's anyone that you can share this with to utilize this free money if you have everything that you need to to apply for that do so you've already have uh lifting lucy is they they actually do a very niche one-on-one consulting arm of that nonprofit organization where they will help you get yourself in the right line to make sure that when you apply that you have your best foot forward because as i said like the serena venture if you don't if you don't hit like they want you to hit within a couple of days just know you they passed on you so next week is thanksgiving week and uh i told chris i said just say nigga don't bother me just go eat a casserole and drink some beer we close and chris literally (laughs) made that sign and i laughed i said well take Take one of the G's out. I don't want people to think I'm cussing them out, but that's what, you know what I mean. <laughs> I'll center it a little bit, but I mean, I just literally was like, all right, cool. I'm doing this. All right. No, no. It's, family. <laughs> it's family, right? <laughs> but when I post it, it's going to be that one person that's in Wyoming that said, well, if she said it, I'm going to. So. But yeah. Uh, I hope that y'all really enjoy your holiday, that one or two days off. Uh, And then I'm going to have the next week. I'll be off for the next week, but we will have a show. Also, it's November. We have one more month, 2024, and we will not be on Clubhouse. This will be a faded memory. We will be on a whole nother platform. What we're doing right now is basically downloading these calls and they're being uploaded on Apple and Spotify. And we'll be doing either YouTube or StreamYard or something like that. Still on Mondays, but we'll be live, but we will no longer be on Clubhouse. We have went past that. This is, we're going on three years. We can go ahead and let this go. And I'm excited about it. So I hope that y'all continue to join the ride with us. And if there's nothing else, Chris, you got anything? I'm good. Okay. Kendrick is at his uh at his son's basketball game, so that's why he hasn't said anything. Um but we will see y'all. Uh, next week or the week after thank y'all again for joining us for being black and craft where we don't apologize for recognizing our influence on craft beer and y'all have a wonderful night and amazing week